hey, podcast listeners, it is Cheryl Mitchell back for a bonus episode. I haven't been here for a while. I'm assuming that you've missed the episodes in between the episodes. We've uploaded five episodes, Noah and I have, and we're getting better. We're having fun. We're hearing some feedback. We would love for you to continue that feedback with us. I'm on. It is March 16th, March Madness. I don't know if you get excited about March Madness, but I had a phone call with somebody this week and they were laughing at me because it's kind of crazy how kind of into it I get for some reason. My kids, it drove them crazy. Um, But even if you don't watch basketball all through the year, there's just something about this time of year that you... I don't know, it's kind of dreary, it's all those things, and yeah, it's fun. It's fun to root for the underdog. I don't know if you do a bracket just for fun, pick somebody because they have great colors on their uniform or crazy hair or whatever, but welcome to March Madness. I am here with a bonus episode, honestly, because this popped into my head a couple of weeks ago, and it's been in my mind since, and I thought I would give you some food for thought. I'm titling this episode, Stay Small, because those are the words that came to me as I was driving out of my small community a couple of weeks ago, headed out of town to do some travel. And excuse me, I stay small. I mean, that's not normally what we hear from folks, is it? We usually hear, okay, you want to get big, you want to grow, you want to expand, you want to, you know, take up space and, 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 and be that, you know, we, we, we all want to be known or recognized and, and so forth. And this is why this concept kind of hasn't gone away. So let me set the stage. I was leaving my small community driving out of town and I, there's new construction and so forth. And I see a name on a sign and I recognize the name because I've known this, this name, this family for, you know, 20 something years. I've lived in the same uh, area for about 23 years. And over time their business has grown and their name is attached to the business. And, and I was kind of smiling to myself and I thought, wow, they've, they've expanded, you know, they've, they've really grown their business and there's pride in that and, and joy, obviously, because there's, you know, you, you want to grow a business. And then it hit me this term or this phrase that we've used all the time, you know, big fish, small pond, uh, big pond, little fish. And I confession, I don't know that I really kind of, I don't know, understood that or really kind of took it to heart until this concept came to me. So in my small community, I, you know, people are big fish, let's say, right? You you've said some names, you'd know some names, and I'm sure it is wherever you live as well. There are names that you just say and go, oh yeah, oh yeah, they're, they, they, you know, they're this and they're that and, and, and they're recognizable, right? And, and it's big. It's big in this small place. It's big because there's a good reputation or, you know, they've done a lot of charity work or they're good people or, or whatever. And, and over time, as I know, because I've lived in this area for 23 years, 
you get to be known. You you kind of can't go to the grocery store or the post office or anywhere without somebody recognizing you or knowing you. And you, I'm going to be honest, it feels good, right? You feel big. You feel seen. You feel heard. You feel known. And that's a really cool feeling. And I think that's one of the reasons we stay in small communities because of that familiarity and you, there's comfort there. There's beauty in that because we know we're having an impact or we hope we do as we feel big, if you will. So then I leave my small community and I go to an airport and I fly to California And I show up at a conference where I was speaking to, there was 150 at this conference and speaking to a small group. And then I had the honor privilege experience to attend the World Ag Expo in Tulare, California. And wow, I mean, there was a hundred thousand people there. Now I didn't get to meet all of them, only a handful. And I realized that I'm really small. Not as a person, I'm not small, and I'm not shrinking up in the corner. I'm really small in a very, very big pond. And those people that I met in the airports and at the conference and at the World Ag Expo on the tour bus to visit Monrovia Nursery, I I don't know their life and they don't know mine. And and I'm really small. I'm a dot. I'm a dot in this world. We all are. Now, the cool part about what happened is that I, as I thought about that concept of small, well, there's a, there's a, a phrase that kind of is running through my head that my parents used to say, now don't get too big for your britches, right? Which can happen really easily. I can find myself doing that, right? I, okay, I I live in this town and people know me and, you know, I've done this and this and this and you go, okay, yeah, yeah. And then get on an airplane and fly across the country and go to a place where you are small and your britches aren't, your britches are like everybody else's britches, It was kind of life-changing, actually, because while the concept of stay small can maybe be offensive, again, as I said early on, it's not that I want to shrink up in the corner and not be who I am, and, and it's that perspective... I'm one person in this big, 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 big wide world and I have my experiences that are really important and big and and life-changing for me, but so does everybody else. So does everybody else. And so when I looked at that, as I drove away from my community and I got in the airplane and all those kinds of things, I started, again, it's my word of the year is curiosity, and I started to be curious about, okay, what if I just listened or looked or heard things kind of differently on this three or four day trip. And it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. So I met some 
fun people. I met this guy, David. He's a watermelon farming farmer from West Texas. Now, you might Google watermelon farmer in West Texas. It's very dry. Apparently, they irrigate. It's very, very hot. Lots of wind. And I didn't know you could grow watermelons there. But this guy was so funny and so excited about what he was doing. He even shared a video of the guy he works with growing watermelons. And that's... So when you get watermelons, think of the guys from West Texas who are growing watermelons. I sit down on a tour bus and we're going to tour an, an almond, an almond hulling and shelling plant where it was pretty cool. And there was a lot of piles of shells and hulls and they're used differently. I learned a lot. And then we did Monrovia Nursery and you might recognize that name because they have a contract with Lowe's. So when you go get your spring plants in a couple of weeks, you'll see Monrovia. And I got to tour their primary location. It was, oh my gosh, for a person who loves plants, it was pretty exciting. Uh, But on the way on this tour bus, I met Susan and Susan is from Arizona and she had the most incredible story about getting married at 16 and staying married and raising a family and all of the things. And now she works in ag in marketing and design. And she, so had I not saw myself as a small, small, small piece of the world, I wouldn't have met another small piece of the world that puts all the puzzles together. So then I met because this is how it works for me. I'm at the World Ag Expo after the tour. I'm walking through and there's a big, 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 big trailer with an Idaho potato on it. And I mean, apparently somebody said that this actually drives down the interstate and it's like an advertisement and it's the biggest potato you've ever seen. And it has a sign that says, is it real? These three young gals were walking away from it and giggling and I didn't walk up to the potato, but I said to them, oh, is it real? Two of them said yes. One said, no, it's not real. I then had a conversation with these three young women, Izzy, Lillian, and Courtney from Idaho, who were on a field trip for school at the World Ag Expo, had the coolest conversation with these ladies about what life is like for them and young generation and old generation. And if you're uncertain as to whether the young generation has any hope at all, they do. Izzy pulls out a flip phone and says, I want to talk to people in person. I don't want to be connected all the time. Just a side note. I wouldn't have gotten that interaction if I hadn't thought about being small. I'm just this little blip in this great, big, huge, wide world. And I didn't travel as a kid. We were dairy farmers. We didn't go anywhere. We didn't have the opportunity. And As I'm getting to do that now with my speaking and my coaching and facilitating, it is so fun because there are other small dots in the world that I get to meet that I wouldn't normally have gotten to do. So why do I tell you all this, the stories and because, I mean, it was fun. What does it mean? And that's what has been coming to me in the last couple of weeks. What does it mean? For me, it means that on a 
pretty regular basis, I need to leave the boundaries of my small community, the big pond, no, the small pond in which I live because I'm a big fish in the small pond. See, I don't understand that whole concept, but that <laughs> roll with me here, people. Noah's not here to make fun of me, so you can do that on the other side while you're listening. It is important for me to leave the boundaries of my comfort zone and my pond where I am bigger than I am when I go to the big wide world. And why is that? Because it reminds me to not get too big for my britches. It reminds me that even though my name might be on a sign someday all over that staying humble is really important and that my ego shouldn't get ahead of me and that I can have enormous impact by being a small piece of the world. So I ask you, we're headed toward the end of the first quarter of the year, you know, your resolutions that you made or your promises or your goals or those kinds of things. What are you thinking about differently as you head into spring? It will come one day. It will. It will come. The, the grass will green up and the flowers will, and it won't be cold all the time, at least in Illinois. When I said stay small, what did you think? How are you going to use this? What does that mean to you? Are there people around you that have gotten too big for their britches? And not unintentionally, we just go about our life, right? We get comfortable and we get used to it and we get safe here and it all works. I mean, I will tell you traveling, I'm sitting in the airport and there, there's a little like, wow, there's a lot of other people and I don't know any of them. And, and there can be some fear that stops us from doing those things where, while we have impact in our small area of life, what if we ventured out? What would that look like if we stepped out of that zone and impacted other people differently? So this has been on my mind. This has been on my heart a little bit. Stay small. Not to get too big for my britches. Leave the comfort of the boundaries in which I live to go experience and remind myself that there are lots of other people who have experiences that are different than mine and cool and, and we all make up the world. We all make up all of those, I mean, one big, you know, one big pond, if you will. And I think for me, that's what I'm going to take away that kind of lives with me on a regular basis now in my daily interactions. So I challenge you, what's that mean to you? How would you do that? And, you know, us older generation, how do we help the younger? How do we help those younger than us in our homes, in our businesses, or on our teams, or any of those thing, places? How do we help each other do that? How do we help each other do that? Because our intention is not to get too big for our britches. Our intention is just to live our life and be successful and, and happy and all those things. But maybe this gives you just a little bit of pause, something to think about, 
as we head into our season of spring. So that's your bonus episode for today. Stay small, stay impactful, and we'll be back next week. Thank you for listening. And yes, rate us and review us. Until next time. If you enjoyed this podcast and would like to hear more, please subscribe wherever you like to listen to podcasts. Rate and review. Let us know what you think. Check out my website, CherylBMitchell.com, to subscribe to the newsletter to get wisdom and savviness in between our podcasts, as well as to connect with me on ways that we could work together to help you cross the lines. Until then, keep hustling and busting your butt to be better.